What I'm going to suggest today for you should be mandatory uh, viewing by everybody who uh, is thinking about voting, somebody who's on the cusp of voting, somebody who, who wonders how the world is run. This is one of the best tutorials that we will ever see, my friends, on how news and policy uh, are distorted. I'm going to give you two different things we're going to talk about today. First of all, we're going to talk about this latest Epstein business. And also, the uh, the w- w- what seems to be, I think, the intellectual crack-up of Alan Dershowitz and this new uh, Douglas Murray contingent and how they are anachronisms. Dershowitz, let me get this very quickly, is to be rev- is 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 a brilliant man, steadfast, steadfast uh, a defender, proponent, advocate of Israel, proud Jew, brilliant legal scholar who is 85 years old. And the argument that he made, the, the, the arguments that, that have been basically alleged, pre- presented by him heretofore, have been for the most part, for the most part, I don't want to say unassailable, but unassailed, unchallenged, unaffected by the prototypical media up till now. It was for a variety of reasons, a variety of reasons. The, I don't want to call it the, Mearsheimer, I mean, yeah, Mearsheimer calls it the Israel lobby. I don't know if that's the word, but there was this idea that America said, listen, Whatever you do, that's your thing. Israel, you're you're in a tough situation, uh, 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 a sticky wicket. You know, you're in the you're, you're you're in the hard slog. We're not there. We're just going to defer to you because you are being you 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 are surrounded by enemies. The horrible history that have befallen you, the diaspora, the pogroms, the Holocaust, we're going to give you great deference. And we're we're going to basically ask the rest of the world, back off. Back off, okay? That's what happened before. And pretty much, that's been the way it's, it's the way it's been. And, 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 and for the most part, people throughout the, throughout history, uh, the media have said, sounds good to us. Israel was never something that really demanded and required immediate attention on the part of the government. People weren't clamoring for it. Yes, there always was a, a contingent. You remember there was Lynn Red, uh, Redgrave and there were others. And, and pro-Palestinian in our country, in our culture, was always looked at as kind of like the extreme, kind of like the leftist, almost before DEI. You know, they're, they're in the Arafat, Arafat, 1972. How could you possibly in any way suggest or or befriend somebody who who um, orchestrated that, that horrible uh, massacre at the... At the, at the uh, Olympics. So that's the way it was. And, and, and that's the way people thought it was. It was, it was taught that way. It was, it was explained that way. It was hands off. People just said hands off. 
don't go there. We had different things to do. Americans really didn't know kind of where anything was. Not really sure. And they're not really, they, they, they really didn't know. They honest to God didn't know a lot of, they, they just, they, 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 they really weren't. That was then. What happened? What happened? What changed? Number one, internet. Internet. A new generation. Forget this Gen Z, Gen Alpha, Gen, internet. 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 <clears throat> the information war between Israel and Palestine, we'll just, we'll just break it down into those words, has been lost since the days of the internet. There, there, is, there is no, I, I, the, the, the emphasis of Israel has always been the military. Intel, though after October 7th, we're not really sure about that. Mossad, we'll get to that with Epstein in a moment. But I want you to pay attention to what's happening here. This is this is something really critical and it's happening. And you're able to watch an evolution. It's like being being alive when, when Neanderthals or uh, Solopithecus apparentis or something dying off and then Homo erectus formed or or when some some usually slow evolution, you are right there and you can see it happening in real time and you're missing this. You're missing what's happening. And what I'm saying is without any regard to the merits of either side. This is not pro-Israel, pro-Palestinian. I'm not even talking about who's right or who's wrong. I'm talking about the information war to to, to uh, borrow from Alex Jones. The information war. This is the critical part. This is what nobody's seeing right now. So you have to know where to look. I know where to look. First, they always make the mistake. When I mean they, I mean everybody. You will normally get certain people and they will go on Fox News. Okay. It is time for Alan Dershowitz to back off. Back off. For a variety of reasons. Number one, it's just time. Sometimes the message, the person, the, it just, you just need, you need something new. We're, we're hearing this thing and we don't hear, we're, we're tone deaf. We've habituated to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's on all the time about Trump, about this, about the constitution, about Israel, about the, about Epstein, about, it's just, it's like, nah, 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 nah. you agree with me? You agree? It's almost like, come on, stop it. Stop, 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 stop. It's, it's like a it's like a, 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 a gnat or something. It's like, okay, 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 okay. Is he on again? Oh, what, what, what? What's he talking about? We can't even tell the difference anymore. We can't even tell the difference. And, that, and again, it has nothing to do, nothing to do, because he, he even said things which I thought were absolutely correct regarding Trump, uh, the removal of Trump via the 14th Amendment. I agree, but I'm finding myself saying, no, 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 no. We need somebody new. Tony says the record stuck. There's it's it's you're habituating. It's like you've hit. It's like you know when you're dieting and sometimes you just can't lose any weight. You could have plateau. We've plateaued on the message. It's just and it's not his fault per se. It's just that it's the same thing. The Fox Newsers and others will only put him on because he has 
he gets numbers and has nothing to do with the cause or whatever it is. He's fine. Okay. Junk yogurt. The worst, the worst spokesperson possible for the Palestinian position. And I've told you, I have not given you, I have not addressed the merits of what people are saying. The worst. The worst. The worst. But you know why they have a bond? You know, you know why Piers Morgan? Because he loses his mind and goes crazy. Shmuley Botia. The worst. Screams and yells. The worst. When he pulled Bobby Kennedy. Bobby Kennedy is so lost. He's just, he has no idea. Remember, I'm going to say this repeatedly. I'm not arguing about the merits of it. I'm talking about the presentation of it. I'm talking about the presentation of it. I'm talking about where this thing goes. I'm talking about the presentation. I'm talking about the message. I'm talking about this. Okay? You understand what I'm saying? Okay. That's what's critical. It's the presentation. It's the merits. It, it's it's who is the best spokesperson. Now they're doing this Charles Murray, who is just, he. somebody has said, you're going to be the successor. And Piers Morgan, he's got a bullseye on you because we want to have this kind of, Maybe he wants to be sort of the heir apparent to maybe Christopher Hitchens or something. And Americans, as you know, always fall prey to the British thing. We do. We just do. We're funny about that. We're colloquial. We're just weird. Sometimes you better, if you have a Southern accent, you better be brilliant. James Carville has to be smarter than most people because of his accent. John Kennedy is not taken seriously. You know, he's, he's just, he's, you know, he's like, um, you know, Andy Devine or, or Slim Pickens or something. He's, he's avuncular. I'm talking about the presentation. Dershowitz made a connection the other day about, I want you to read this. This one has people just say, wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is, this, this is not. This is not good. You've got to hear this one. This this one blew my mind. Uh, he was on, apparently, uh, this is according to Mediaite. Uh, he was on uh, the John Hanny show. He said, uh, he's talking about Epstein. Okay, here we go. Quote. Now, the point I do want to make. I understand all the feminist groups and the radicals who think this is the worst thing in the world that anybody ever has, that ever had, that, try this again. Now, the one point I want to make, I understand that the feminist groups and the radicals who think this is the worst thing in the world that anybody ever had any contact with Jeffrey Epstein. <clears throat> Where are all these radical feminists? When it comes to the Hamas rapes of young Jewish girls, sexual abuse, beheadings, they are quiet. They are silent. The incredible hypocrisy of the Me Too movement, Me Too except if you're a Jew. Okay? Quote. I want you, uh, and I want to, uh, and I want to have a list of the, all the radical feminists who are pushing hard, and I understand that, to get all these names uh, revealed. And I want to know how many of them have ever actually condemned Hamas for the rapes that we now know occurred and the murders that occurred. How many have been silent? How many, like the National Lawyers Guild, have actually approved of what Hamas did? Now, 
if you don't understand, number one, the nonsensical lunacy of this, lunacy, lunacy, the desperate, almost at over here, let's 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 get rid of Epstein, and I'll be the first one. I've been telling you the Epstein files are a waste of time. They're, the point's being missed. But do you hear this? There are people who say, number one, I find it appalling that Jeffrey Epstein was allowed to get away with this for so long. I feel that there are, and there, there are people who say, I feel and I believe that there are concerted efforts on the part of organizations and governments to look the other way because of what appears to be perhaps complicity on their part, complicity. And I want to know that that's not the truth. I want to know, I want you to, to let me know let me know and please verify to me, verify that there is nobody involved in this. I want to know who are these people who openly, oh, and, and for whatever's worth. Now, this is not, this is not in any way uh, ridiculous. This is not a, 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 a supercilious thing. Dershowitz has got to remove himself from this. Dershowitz has a personality type <clears throat> which doesn't work anymore. I don't know if it's because he's angry, He's, but there is almost a defensiveness. It's defensive. It doesn't work anymore. It doesn't work. Do you remember in Vietnam, America lover to leave it? It was a time when it really worked. It was a time with the Vietnam argument. People said, love it. If you don't like this, if you don't, if you don't respect this country, then get out. Kind of a Jane Fonda thing. I say, yeah, well, that that didn't last forever, and for good reason. If you don't love this country, get out, get out, leave, get out. All right. Plus, there was no internet. Sometimes the argument loses. Gloria Steinem, the feminist message, doesn't work anymore. I don't know why. The glass ceiling doesn't work anymore. Young women are not interested in what used to be called feminism. I don't know why, but it's true. Get with the program. Years ago, there was an article in uh, New York about what the, the death of the New York delicatessen. And there's a few, Katz's and Sarge's and, you know, to me, the Carnegie was the best. But anyway, and the argument is that why are there, why is there, why are there, fewer uh, uh, delis in New York. Why? And somebody said, because the times have changed. Because people, people don't eat slabs of pastrami with this. People are eating healthier, What? whatever. Times have changed. The cafeteria has the, the, the automat, Horn and Hardart. There's just this thing. Things change. You've got to get with the program. There is a new thing here called the internet, a new world of people and a new sensibility. And if you get somebody who is from a time when, when Dershowitz spoke, he spoke maybe in the old days, Nightline, what? 
um, what? Before the internet, you write an article. He might appear on Phil Donahue, maybe uh, Bill Buckley's show. You, 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 you didn't, you, you, you couldn't be saturated with Dershowitz. And when he came in on, it was for an interesting cause, it was a noble cause, whatever it was. But there's something that's happened. Some people who don't know who are Jewish, and by the way, his ego, perhaps, perhaps justified, perhaps warranted, is to the point where it's almost, it's almost unhealthy. He loves himself, and it comes across, he loves himself with a sense of invincibility for ye- through years and years of living in a time pre-internet. When his cause, whatever he said, if he was about Klaus von Bülow or O.J. Simpson, ah, okay, you know. Again, we didn't see him all the time. O.J. Simpson, you don't remember this. Maybe you do. Was the beginning of the of of this media saturation? It it presaged what the information what what, what uh, social media are today. It kind of gave gave you an idea of what saturation looks like. And I mean it. I mean everybody. O.J. Simpson was the greatest thing in the world. It was a it was a greatest story in the world. It was a tragedy, of course. But I mean the coverage because you only had it uh, to be in Morning Drive Radio was the greatest thing ever during that. To, because that's all you had. Talk radio was the only live format. You had nothing. There was no conversation. There was no nothing. Okay, okay, okay. Dershowitz has absolutely, it's time to go. It's time to go. Now, the point I do want to make, I understand all the feminist groups and the radicals who think this is the worst thing in the world that anybody ever had any contact with Jeffrey Epstein. Radicals and feminists already using an almost an antediluvian uh, anachronistic way of speaking regarding people who say, no, these are not feminists. And excuse me, I'm not a feminist or a radical. And I don't necessarily think it was the worst thing to be associated, but I want to know more about this. He is also acting extremely. He's got to be out of this because if people, he's very good at this. He will come out, whether you're normal Finkelstein, whether you're uh, Virginia Dufresne, he will come out, look at you and say, I challenge you. If you don't like what I'm saying, sue me. I'll sue you. I am not going to. And it is most effective. And it has been effective because all of the lawsuits, that Jufre claimed against him, David Boys, this back and forth, uh, libel, back libel, counter libel, counterclaims. It's all pretty much over with. And Virginia Jufre was one who said, "Yeah," and he said, "What are you talking about? This is crazy." And then later on, this is this is the weirdest thing in the world. She says, "I dropped the case," which is fine, fine. Anytime you can settle a case, it makes sense. But she says, "I must have been mistaken." Okay, Alan, back off. You need to tone it down. You need somebody to explain to people. You're hurting the cause by making these specious connections. 
you're looking, you're hurting not only the Israeli cause and the um, BB cause or whatever you want to call it, and you're also hurting your own or the I don't know the 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 pro Epstein call. I don't know if there's such a thing as that. The first thing you have to do whenever you argue something, whenever you you were on any kind of show or whatever it is, is you must either acknowledge or pretend to acknowledge the position of your ideological rival. You don't you don't agree with them necessarily, but you say, I know what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. I get the uh I get what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. It, it, it's it's so disarming. It's so disarming. Meet with the Palestinian group. I understand what you're saying. This is inconceivable to you. You almost say their 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 position. You're claiming that what what Israel right now is basically, or what what what's happening to the Palestinian people is basically apartheid. You're 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 alleging it's genocide. You're using the international rules to say it's ethnic cleansing. You're saying that the Nakba and this and Zionism, and you basically say what it is they're saying. You don't agree with it. You're saying I understand it in law. If I file a motion to dismiss, your your response is one of two. <laughs> Either you can say, <clears throat> I agree with you, let's dismiss this. Or you could say, excuse me, you make 10 points here. Eight out of 10, I'm not going to challenge. But the last two, I'm going to put into issue. I'm, I'm challenging. So let's take this to court. Or the next thing you do is file a demurrer, which is my favorite, which means, oh yeah, so what? I hear what you're saying, but so what? It doesn't make a claim. It's the first thing. Every time anybody goes on TV, whether it's Charles Murray, who they think is just that he is, because Piers Morgan will say, all right, Murray, listen, we got junk yogurt out here. Okay, we have a bet here. Can we get him to start? By the way, he again, he is the worst he is the worst spokesperson for anything, anything. He just loses it. He, 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 he is, anyway. All right, Charles, I want you to go, I want you to get him to, there, there, there's an over and under. Will you get him to scream within a minute or after a minute? That's where we are today. Okay. It's incredible. The information war is the is the level of what Israel never saw. They have everything covered. They are brilliant militarily, brilliant in terms of uh, the uh, intel, brilliant. Somebody somewhere had to have said, we have to figure a way to explain to the world a different attitude. And like with every group, remember, there are the hardcore anti-Israel or pro-Palestinian, whatever they are. And they're not necessarily the same. Then you have the opposite. They're intractable. They're, they're, and then you have these people in the middle who really might need, who might say, you know what? I don't know. Explain this to me. They throw these things out, these facts, as though people remember them. In 2005, Israel removed itself from Gaza. What? 
Those who they left everything in the promise. They're, 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 well, wait a minute, hold on. I didn't wait. What? And then, of course, Palin says, oh, no, no, they didn't do it. That's not what happened. What? And then the Nakba, the what? The PLO, 1948, what? People think, you think, everybody thinks, everybody knows the history of, of what's going on. They, they, they just, there, there's no information. Nobody knows anything. Nobody knows anything. Let me go back to the Vietnam War. And this is what Alan Dershowitz and other people have to realize. If you lose the information war, you're done. There was a story, supposedly, as ah, a bit apocryphal. I don't think it ever really happened. But this is where LBJ said something to the effect of, and he said, after Walter Cronkite did the Tet Offensive piece, he said, something to the effect, he said, um, if I have lost Cronkite, I've lost Middle America, or or something along those lines. And that was that. And they say, well, that sort of happened, but not really. But in any event, you've lost the argument. You've lost the argument. Because you're not, you're, you, you don't know who the people are. Let me give you an example. During the Vietnam War, when everything changed, when everything changed, it was when grandmothers and mothers and others started to protest. It, it was this thing that happened almost organically. All of a sudden, you saw people out there, priests and nuns and mothers and grandfathers and World War II veterans. It's like, oh, my God. You've lost, the, you, you've lost it. You've lost the war. This is the information war. And it's nothing to do. It might be because of the cause. But they had no, there was no challenge. You had a mood, you had young people, you had music, you had everything. You had this group of people where it became cool. I remember being in grade school and wearing a POW bracelet. The war was absolutely horrible. The war was the worst thing anybody's ever imagined. It was, it was so terrible. Where Vietnam was synonymous was with, with just absolute horror, horror. It was lost. I can't say it enough. It was lost. That's what's happening now. And here's the best part. This is the best part. I'm looking at the world in Derry. Uh, used to be called London Derry, but in Northern Ireland. They have absolutely positively, well, phew, let me rephrase it. Large, large, large factions have sided with the Palestinian folks, and they're calling it genocide. There are protests every single week. Here we have something, and they'll say, "Oh, look, they they interrupt, they they, they close down Grand Central, or oh, whatever it is." And I'm telling you right now. I have not given you in my 27 and a half minutes of this disquisition, I've not said anything about who's right or who's wrong. I'm telling you about who's presenting the facts as a lawyer. And what also amazes me is Dershowitz is a terrible trial lawyer. He might be a great appellate lawyer. He might be great on TV. He's a terrible trial lawyer. The first thing you have to do is when you go out to that jury, they can't hate you, especially if you represent somebody that nobody likes or that a lot of people don't like. When you represent the big, bad, 
evil Israel against the poor Palestinians, and you get Dershowitz as your, ah, I don't know who you're, you're, you're preaching to the choir. This is like a Trump rally. Trump goes out and, 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 and talks to the people who are going to vote for him. He has no idea about the people who hate him. He has no idea about not, none. None. Now, the, the issue regarding Epstein, and by the way, let me throw some things out to you. It doesn't matter that Epstein had a painting of Bill Clinton in a blue dress. If I have to explain modern art, art, or George W. Bush with it with the airplanes, you know, 9-11, whatever. There's just no hope. There's no hope. People, there is a conspiracy theorist. There's the there's the person that we're talking about. This is a person who comes up with things because they love it. It's their default mechanism. They fall they 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 fall to this first level. If you told me write a script regarding Dershowitz, Jouffre, Epstein, oh Mossad, okay? Write a script. Write something that if true, wouldn't be far-fetched. Even though you have no evidence of it, whatever. I could do that, but I'm not going to announce it because that's a that's a hypothesis. It's not, a, it's not, it's not real. It's not real. Oh, there she is. There's Lori Cuck giving us a good morning to the conspiratorium. Thank you, Lori. I like that. You understand that? I can come up with things left. You have no idea. I hear things. I th- see things. There are so many things in the blinds. I know stuff individually. I know stuff in the back. I know stuff that <clears throat> present a puzzle piece without any proof. That's not the proof. doesn't work that way. I'm going to try this again. Here is the issue. And I mentioned last night, my favorite person on the internets that I try to go, I will listen to everything he's ever done, especially in an interview, because he completely bamboozles. Rogan loves him. Others love him. Is Eric Weinstein. Simply, he will confuse you about what he's saying involving the moon. He can take your mom and dad. And after listening to him, do I have a mom and dad? How do I know they're my mom? Am I an orphan? I mean, he is great. And he'll say things which are wonderful. Do you ever wonder why you have to have two parents? Why can't you have three? What? <laughs> That's Eric. I love him. So he starts off with this stuff. And, he's, and he met with Epstein and others. And he points out a couple of things. And let me give you kind of a question that I want to say. And I'm trying to prevent, I'm, I'm, I'm presenting probable cause versus reasonable doubt. Number one. 
with somebody from Fox News, Max, Max News, Main Nation, Max Nation, Max Nation. All these, all these attempts, these pathetic CNN, these these news organizations who think the story is. Let's go through the redacted. Let let's go on. You know, let's go on Pacer. Let's download the phone. Okay, fine. Great. You can download the. Okay. Number one. We have today as our guest, this guy. And this guy is a hedge fund owner. He's a hedge fund owner or hedge funder or whatever it is. And I had him do some information. I said, would you please tell me what information that you have? Or it, that shows that Jeffrey Epstein was ever head of, ran the hedge fund or a currency trader or has a company or was in the business. Is there anybody anywhere, anywhere who can tell me, does, does he file this license and this form and this a series eight to series two? I know this poor guy <coughs> who's in a bank. And he wants to just sell, you know, not even secure. He's got to do a series nine, a series two, a series five. He's in a bank. He's not doing anything. But Jeffrey Epstein is this big currency. Question number one, news nation, main nation, facts nation, max knows all these folks. Anybody ever talk about that? No. Question number one. Number two. And Weinstein asked a very simple question. Who owns an island? Does, does, does um, Elon own an island? No. They may move to an island. Uh, maybe they do. Where does this guy come from? To own an island. <laughs> you <know>? Where? <coughs> he came from the Dalton School. <clears throat> Dalton School. The Dalton School used to be... Um, he used to be... Uh, Hang on. And I'm always, I'm always. He used to be, he used to work at the Dalton School. Look at it. Look at Wikipedia. The Wikipedia is classic. If ever there is intel, if ever you want to see the official version of facts. And when I see Wikipedia asking for money, you have got to be kidding me. Anyway. Uh, it says he began his professional teaching. Now this is this is Wikipedia, and Wikipedia, by the way, is I use Wikipedia to say, well, and even Wikipedia says it. Okay, cause of death: suicide by hanging. This is Wikipedia. Okay, fine. Ah, uh, here we go. Um, career teaching. Epstein started working in September of 1974 as a physics and mathematics teacher at the Dalton School at the Upper East Side. This is... Donald Barr, who served as the headmaster until June of 1974, was known to have made several unconventional recruitments at the time, including it is unclear whether he had a direct role in hiring. Uh, This is... uh, Donald Barr is, of course, the father of Bill Barr. You got this? Fine. And we're not making, I'm just, now, when, when I bring that up, people go, oh, say, excuse me. That doesn't tell me anything. Okay. Three months after Barr's departure, Epstein began to teach at the school despite his lack of credentials. Epstein was known for having a charismatic personality and treating his students more like friends than their teachers. 
However, he also allegedly showed inappropriate behavior toward underage female students at the time. Just going to Wikipedia, paying them constant attention and even showing up at a party where young people were drinking, according to a former student. What other former students also saw him flirting with female students. Eventually, Epstein became acquainted with Alan Greenberg, the chief executive of Bear Stearns, whose son and daughter were attending the school. Greenberg's daughter, Lynn Capel, uh, pointed to a parent-teacher conference where Epstein influenced other Dalton parent into advocating for him to Greenberg. In June of 76, Epstein was dismissed from Dalton for poor performance. Next thing you know, he goes into banking. <laughs> and he's a financial consultant. And he's in... Okay. He was at... This guy came out of nowhere. Okay? Now, you can go through this. You can read this stuff. If you say, what is his, what's his background? What is his education? His early life? What... Uh... Okay, Okay. Uh, Epstein attended local public schools, first attending public school 188 and then Mark Twain Junior High School. They called him Epi. He was just an average guy. Uh, Then Epstein attended the National Music Camp at the Interlochen Center of the Arts. He began playing the piano when he was five. He graduated in 1969 from Lafayette High School, having skipped two grades. Later that year, he attended advanced math classes at Cooper Union until he changed colleges. From nineteen seventy, from September 1971, he attended the Courant, Courant Institute of Mathematical Sciences at New York University, studying mathematical uh, physiology, but left without receiving a degree. How does he get to be a physics or math professor at Dalton? A college preparatory, one of the premier, one of the premier private schools in New York. How does he do this? Where does he get his money? Who gave him this money? Let's do a financial accounting. Does Fox, Newsmax, Max News, Nation, Max, Max News, Nation, Max, Fox, Nation, do any of these people do this? No. None. There's no detective thought. They just, did we get the files? Hey, Toby, did you get the files? Yeah, we did. Did they, uh, did they, did they download the files? Did, did they mention David Copperfield? Excuse me. David Copperfield was a performer. What are you doing? David Copperfield. No, no, no. David Copperfield. Excuse me. Does anybody here have a brain? No. He had a dress. Epstein had a, had a picture of Bill Clinton in a dress. It's a blue dress. What does that mean? I got a painting of dogs playing cards. Would, would you want me to show? What does this mean? There's no intuition, no nothing. So the other day, in some particular, I forget where it was. There was a, Weinstein was fantastic. He said, you know, they said, do you believe that he committed suicide? I said, well, in fact, I think, thank God, at least, at least, at least, you know, um, Tucker is so... Uh, you got to give him credit because I think he had on his uh, Epstein's brother, and he was talking about ligature marks and the like because they they had hired, I believe they had hired um, uh, Michael Baden, who is the 
I always tell Biden, he's an old friend of mine. I said, he, he's the, the only doctor you never want to go to. Because if you go to him, you're dead. And he went through this. And anyway, so uh, uh, Tucker at, at least talked about that. Okay. Between talking to Andrew Tate and, you know, uh, Portnoy and these other Cretans, at least he does every now and then. But he needs to go further. Question number one. How is this? There used to be something called the Russell Tribunal. Did you ever hear about this? Look this one up. Let me tell you this. It's called the Russell Tribunal. And I love this idea. Russell Tribunal, it was also called... Uh, this is the Russell Tribunal, also known as the International War Crimes Tribunal, the Russell Sartre Tribunal, or Stockholm Tribunal. It was a private... People's Tribunal, organized in 1966 by Bertrand Russell uh, and Jean-Paul Sartre, along with Lili Obasso, Simone de Beauvier, blah, 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 blah. And what it was, was it was a series, and this is where the internet has to do this. This is where some platform somewhere has to do this, where you put people together and you can have point kind of you can have a trial. You have everybody sitting with each other, whether it's Israel, whether it's Palestine, whether it whatever whatever the subject matter is, whatever it is. By the way, I need four hundred likes. Thank you very much. I need four hundred likes, dear friends. Four hundred critical. I don't want to be heavy handed, but please, you know the drill. Okay, and I would love to have somebody to sit. Call your first witness. I'll be the judge. And somebody comes out, let's say Michael Bott. State your name for the record, Dr. Michael Bott. Dr. Bott, do you have any friends? Yes, I'm a, I'm a former uh, medical examiner of New York City. I've been about 25 years. And here's the thing. This is a hyoid bone. This is a fracture. What does that mean? Well, that means such and such. And then you have witnesses to, you can cross-examine. Somebody who says, no, that's not what it means. No, a fractured hyoid, a fractured thyroid cartilage, no particular hemorrhaging, no this particular type of lividity, no this live or mortis is not necessarily indicative of that. Fine. Direct examination, cross-examination, redirect, recross, rebuttal, sur-rebuttal, the usual rule. Let's have it at once. No junk yogurts, no Alan Dershowitzes, no screaming, no yelling, calm, smart people. I'm dying to see I guess pun intended, to hear people say, no, no, it was suicide. Great. Let's do it. Let's do it. That's number one. Number two, where, where did this money come from? Who funded him? Number three, now let's talk about this, Mossad. There is a new guy that everybody is digging. And he's been on Alex a lot. And I want to get his name. And his, I think Owen Schroyer had him on. Owen, oh, bless his heart. This guy went to prison for being a journalist. He's like our sort of like a mini Julian Assange, sort of. But still, he's a. I've got a lot of respect for that. It's frankly, I'm sorry because I'm I'm funny about the First Amendment, but I'm trying to figure out what is his name. Let me see if I can tell you this. Owen Schroyer, good man. Seriously. And he was talking to, uh, let me see, I got to get this guy's name. Because Alex has talked to him and he's, he's very good. He's an African-American with dreadlocks. You know who he is. 
You see them, maybe, maybe. Let me see. Um, God, let me try this. Let me see over here. And I like to cite have citations. Uh, let me see. Oh, oh, oh! Sorry. Oh, here we go. He's on with Dom Luker. L-U-C-R-E used to mean money. Is that what that means? Uh, uh, Luker is money, especially when regarded as sordid or distasteful. Uh, 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 L-U-C-R-E. Uh, anyway, I don't, I, I don't know the derivation of this number. Anyway, so they're talking. And as they're talking, we're seeing this. And it says um, this following. Uh, I told Owen, Owen Schroyer in InfoWars that the most important information that was released from Jeffrey Epstein files is and how I, I believe the Israeli Mossad was using Jeffrey Epstein through Ghislaine Maxwell. I believe this. Okay. I also spoke on Monica Lewinsky being an alleged Mossad agent to compromise Bill Clinton, George Bush, 9-11. And I reference how all of this could be why Jeffrey Epstein had the infamous photos of Bill Clinton wearing Monica Lewinsky's blue dress and the picture of George Bush uh, paying, or I guess playing, with paper airplanes crashing at Twin uh, twin Towers. Uh, All right. Love the man's tenacity. Love the, uh, you know, the verve. Love the excitement level. Complete speciousness, intellectually derailed, absolutely no basis. It's a little bit of this, a little bit of that. It's like you're going through the, you know, the whole food. I'll take a little bit of cumin, take a little bit of massage, got a blue dress, put it together. Because people love massage and they love this stuff. Now, could there be? Absolutely. But you can't say, I believe that Monica Lewinsky was a was a, a Mossad agent. Do, do I have to go through that? Do you want me, because she's Jewish, of course. Do you want me to go back? And, and by the way, it can happen. And if you look at Ehud Barak, if you look at, if, if you look at the whole notion of the history of Mossad, Honeypot, uh, Dershowitz, uh, John, Jonathan Pollock, you, you can pull up whatever it is. Is there any evidence? Of, no. If I went to court right now and said to the, to a jury, what what's your verdict? Not guilty. There may be probable there may be probable cause to investigate. That might be hmm. Oh, I thought oh I listen, when it comes to Dershowitz, I've got hypotheses that until proven mean nothing. Mean nothing. It doesn't mean anything. As a detective, you understand that a detective looks for probable cause. A detective says, I want to arrest you. Now, a good detective wants reasonable doubt. But a detective says, I want to, I want to. You ever see, do you ever see um the, these these cop, uh, these uh, hidden, uh, I love watching them. These hidden um, camera shows on uh, uh Internet, you know, somebody who said, all right, we're under arrest. Get your band off me. And they're drunk. And then later on, they say she was charged with DUI, leaving the feet of, of, an, of an accident with felonies, 
uh, minor possession of alcohol, of a attempted murder. She pled guilty to disturbing the peace. It's like but, 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 they did, they dismiss everything. So they had probable cause to charge this, but the ultimate disposition, either by plea or or or, or verdict, is nothing. So let me try to tell you this, and this is to my good friend Owen and and Alex, everybody else. You can always get somebody, and we saw this. Remember during the oh my god during COVID. Remember they were talking about there was a furniture company that was somehow sending that was actually sending or transporting children in armoires. That I said, wait a minute, what? Do you have proof of this? Well, it does look fishy. Excuse me. It looks fishy. What? There were people who said, you don't understand this. They're taking children in. They're bringing, you know, the, you know, the comfort, the, which is right up, right. You can just, it's right there in Hell's Kitchen, right next to the Intrepid. You know, the, there's the comfort. Remember that the ship, they're taking children and they're sending them under. I remember this as women tunnels. Under the West Side Highway? What? Why are they putting children? They're bringing children on a help on a COVID ship? What? And they're 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 gonna bury people in Central Park. Wait a minute. What? They just came up with this. Then they were. I'm not gonna go through this, but oh my god, when COVID came out, it started off with somebody saying, "Well, you know." I'm not so sure if they tested this enough. It went from that on Monday. By Wednesday, it was, and it's it's depopulation. It's Bill Gates and everybody else trying to figure out ways to sterilize the public. And I said, wait a minute, hold it. How did, where, where did you, it could be, where did you get this from? Does it matter? Because when we turn on our computers and look at our phones, and we see people there. Oh my God! Mossad, blue dress, Monica Lewinsky, nine eleven. Yes. No. Stop. There's nothing here. There's nothing here. You. You. No. 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 Wait. 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 Could be. Does it matter? That's good enough for me. No, that's not good enough for me. This is why people hate us, and this is why I say. I'm out of this. I'm out of this. I'm telling you, I have been with this wonderful, when the when the internet started, it was wonderful. And then it was great. And it was the Wild West. It was terrific. And then, shadow government types said, let's see if people, let, let's, let's put some things out and let's see what they say. And if somebody agrees, if somebody says, oh, wait a minute, yes, you're right, absolutely. Jeffrey Epstein was a Mossad agent. They go, up, deep platformer. I'm just saying. What? It's like they they set traps. If you you acknowledge this, I don't understand any of this. The real real questions have nothing to do with Mossad. Do you think... You're going to get, first of all, do you think you're going to get an answer to that? Do you think somebody's going to say, okay, all right, all right, all right. I admit, I admit. All right, Epstein is Mossad. You're right. I know. Ehud Barak at 36 times. There he is wearing the mask. Okay, you're right. Monica Lewinsky, yeah. 
They were trying to, he, she was the, remember they called her the portly pepper pot. There was a big name here in New York, uh, the post. She was the, uh, the, the honey pot and the cigar thing and everything. And that was to compromise her to blackmail <coughs> Bill Clinton, not to mention Juanita Broderick and everybody else. This story just, but they go, no, 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 no. She's, she's Jewish. Mossad, Israel, get it? That's all people need. Okay. I'm off to running. UK UK paid us back in full for World War II in 2020. I'm sick of being suckered. Gonzalo Lira had a court date. Anybody hear what happened? <clears throat> Absolutely not. Good for you. Let's find out, uh, Lori, whatever happened with that. Because Gonzalo is kind of our Assange. Owen Schroyer was our Assange, basically. Now, what we need to do is we need adults out here. We need adults to handle this. And every time I go, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm going to be doing um, uh, radio today. And I'm going to say, I don't know. The, the Epstein files mean nothing. Is there anything new you've learned? No. Did you hear the story about Stephen Hawking? Okay, this might be just for titillation. Last uh, evening, I read a, a story from 2012 about it was reported that Stephen liked to go to uh, a place where it's called Freedom Acres. Does it? It just sounds like a sounds like a mobile home park, you know. But it was a swingers club, and he was supposedly uh, like going to a to a uh, a swingers club, and according to uh, a member who told. Uh, I think it was Radar Online. He says, I have seen Stephen Hawking at the club more than a handful of times. He arrives with an entourage of nurses and assistants. Last time I saw him, he was in the back play area, lying on a bed, fully clothed with two naked women gyrating all over him. Okay, now, is that important? No. I mean, I guess it's, if you know, it might be kind of interesting. Um, okay. Does it matter that Bill Clinton said, I like young women? No. Is that rare? No. Does that make him a pedophile? The most overused word. Now, next to it, bruh. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Come on, bro. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Bro, 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 bro. Everybody's bro. Bro, bro, bro. I mean, it's, it, we, we go through these. It becomes like a verbal fart or some kind of. Uh, whatever. Anyway, does, does that mean anything? No. No. Is Jeffrey Epstein a pedophile? Does that mean, was he attracted to prepubescent uh, children? Could be. You mean, was he a, 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 a sex trafficker or human trafficker? Different story. You ask whether he was a pedophile. Oh, there are people, I don't want to mention it, but they, there have been people in um, the entertainment business who've married older women, kind of like, you know, they're, you know, these arranged marriages. Remember when Rock Hudson married the secretary? There have been some people who have been reported to be gay, which is fine, who marry like an older woman, you know. Now, is that... Gerontophilia? 
There's pedophilia. This is prepubescent, but chronophilia is the name for people who are uh, <clears throat> attracted by virtue of age. Are these people gerontophilia, meaning they're attracted to older people? Do people who are attracted to older people, are they human traffickers as well? It's like, no. Well, why would a pedophile be into human trafficking? That deals with a preference and a source of attraction. Human traffickers are in it for the money. Slaveholders are in it for the money, not because they hate black people. Does this make sense to you? I hope it does. I hope somewhere along the way we realize this. So we started off, and the reason why, as I've been speaking to you for 56 minutes, up, oh, Edie Crowley says, I have heard said Bill Clinton was a serial rapist. Well, uh, serial, I don't know about that, but there have been others, Juanita Broderick and others who, uh, who, 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 who claim such in one way or another. And, and there, there have been a, attempts. Tara Reid claimed a, a variety of, of, uh, situ- of uh, accusations against Joe Biden. Now, let me ask you something. Do you have to be convicted? Listen to this, Edie. This is very important. Do you have to be convicted of rape to be called a rapist? Do you have to? The same people who say, I don't know why you how you can say that Donald Trump was involved in um, uh, insurrection. He was never convicted of insurrection. He was never charged with insurrection. Well, if somebody then says, well, how do you say that Bill Clinton was a rapist? He wasn't charged with it. Well, you see how people go in and out depending upon of their, depending upon their particular political ideations. They make excuses here, excuses there. Yeah, well, that well, that's different. No, 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 it's not different. So understand something. I am in love with getting to the bottom of something, getting to the bottom of it, not in taking a piece of evidence and exploiting it and destroying it. I'm also into how information is developed. I tried the other day to no avail to try to get you to understand, are you watching what is happening regarding um, this important issue as to Taylor Swift. Are you are you familiar with that? Are you? Are you? Now when I mention Taylor Swift, this is one of the greatest examples ever of the study of, of how how popularity starts off. I was told immediately, oh I don't care. I, I couldn't care less about it. Or because I could care less. I couldn't care less about that. They say, no, no, you, no, 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 no. You're missing the point. Do you know how ideas get started? How trends, like why was, is the Trump of 2016, the Trump of today, are the media different than it was? You have to be able to, to use examples of this. I don't care about that. Taylor Swift is one of the most important issues there is. Why is that? Why do the Stones not lose their uh, hipness even though they're 80 years old? Why? Why do they work? Why do people, do you ever see like old people, like sometimes you say, Rick Springfield. Oh my God. 
He's, he's a solo. Jesse's girl is a great song. Anyway, it looks okay. Ladies and gentlemen, here is TQCX9. Thank you. Thank you very much for that. Appreciate it. Why is this? What happened to Alan Dershowitz? The internet oversaturated. Nobody told him back at all. Back at all. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're too much, too much, too much, too much, too much. And there's this thing where you always got to top it. You got to top it. You got you to gotta, you gotta go beyond that. And sometimes his advocacy comes across as desperation. And it's weird. You feminists, can you believe? Let me try this one more time. Listen to this. This gets me. Quote, this is Dirk Dershowitz. Now, the one point I do want to make, I understand all the feminist groups. Feminist? Do the, do, do most people even know what that means today? And the radicals who think this is the worst thing in the world that anybody ever had any contact with Jeffrey Epstein. Where are those radical feminists when it comes to the Hamas rapes of young Jewish girls, sexual abuse, beheadings. They are quiet. They are silent. The incredible hypocrisy of the Me Too movement. Me Too, except if you're a Jew. I don't even know what that means. I mean, I know what he's trying to say, but there are there are Jewish pro-Israeli people who say, no, I'm disgusted by... F- Wait a minute. They have apples, oranges, apples. and What are you talking about? This is why it's it's over with. You're, you're just... You're just... No, 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 no. And then, of course, you get the Hannity's and people like Piers Morgan to say, hey, did you see that? Yeah, Dershowitz made a fool on himself. How did I? Ooh, it went viral. Great. Piers Morgan does that. Yes, can we get Shmuley again with that uh, Palestinian so they can scream at each other? You know what I would do or what, what you'll see next? Shmuley, I'm um, Piers Morgan will have Shmuley Botiak and maybe somebody else. And before they tape, they'll like push Shmuley into the Palestinian and they'll start arguing and they'll roll tape. Look at this. They already started. They do anything to exploit the situation. Truth is not of any concern to them. Truth is of no concern. Now, this is a reality. You can either agree with it, not agree with it, completely up to you. I don't know what to tell you. But this is such a wonderful message and a wonderful learning tool that I I ask you, ask you, uh, okay, somebody writes, Taylor is just another industry plant Nepo baby. You see? You see? There's no attempt at this. There, there, there's, there's, there's no. It's, it's, and that's okay. It's an attempt to say I want to respond, but I don't want to spend any time thinking about it. I just want to respond. This is the most important issue about how trends that goes for trends, music, religion, politics, the interplay of the how TikTok has fashioned and changed the whole Israeli-Palestinian issue. But we can't get to that because most people find this too intellectually cumbersome. They don't have the intellectual horsepower and the maturity to say, oh, I see what this is about. Good point. No. Because we live in a world of, I don't have a lot of time. I got to write something quick. 
and that's our problem. Okay? That's that. That's simple. Now, my friends, if you'd like to spend some time on my private channel, that's it. I also want to tell you again, let me remind you, on February the 3rd, I'm going to be at the cutting room here in New York City, and I ask you, dear friends, to be a part of it. Uh, to This is the information right there. This is the link to go forward. I ask you to keep thinking, keep thinking, try, remember, be a scientist, be a, specifically look at the facts of the case and don't react, analyze, digest, review, uh, distill, uh, that sort of thing. Don't be like the rest of the people, okay? That's all. And there are people, remember, who you have to understand, they're trying their best to just get us away from any kind of, ah, it's stupid. Ah, I don't watch that. Ah, I don't I don't listen to that. I, don't, I unplug. I don't watch CNN. Ah, that's stupid. That's the way it is. That's ah, nothing. Well, do you think that Monica Lewinsky might have been, ah, she's fat. Ah, but it's, no, 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 we're not, we're not talking about that. Ah, it doesn't really matter. That's where we are today. And my dream one day is to have the whole country do this. Hmm. I will be the happiest person. We are incapable at this point. Nobody ever does that. Nobody ever says, let me think about that. No. No. There's no time for that. There's no time for thinking. It takes up too much time. You must react. And you must be boorish and, and profane, if at all possible. And you must be funny. You must be funny. You must. And we are we are just uh, we have these 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 anti intellectual gnats that are always buzzing us. It's like God, does anybody see what's going on? No, they don't. And you watch today, the latest of the files. The files don't mean anything. How many times have I asked you? Where are the evidence? Where are the tapes? Nobody talks about that. All right, that's enough. This is an hour and six minutes, and bless your heart for even being there this long, because that's a lot of listening and a lot of thinking, I hope. We'll see you tonight, 7 p.m. Don't ever change. I mean that. And don't forget, the monkey's dead. The show's over. Sue you. Ta-ta.